I spilled water on here just now. Oops. Is that what that it's is? It's not dirty. <laughs> Isn't this a cute little t- tank top? Oh, there you go. Showing off again. No, it's skims. So I'm, sexy. I'm liking these skims bodysuits. They're amazing. Kim just made another billion dollars. <laughs> You're welcome. Printing money, that girl. Welcome to your Daily Smash for Friday, January 26, 2024. I'm Rick. I'm Kelly. I'm wearing a birthday sweater. Kelly got me. It's so cute, right? An, an old man sweater. I like these sweaters. You do? Mm-hmm. I like it, too. It's very comfortable. Oh, good. Don't forget to subscribe here on YouTube if you haven't yet. You might be unsubscribed at some point, and you'll have to resubscribe, but we appreciate that very much. Yes, thank you. As we build towards 50K and perhaps 100K, and we can get a plaque. <laughs> we just want that plaque. Hey. Uh, yes? This color looks great on your green eyes. Oh, Thank you. Very handsome. I had a wonderful birthday. Thank you again for going to Benihana's. Yeah, it was fun, and but just being with our family. It's funny. Fun facts. Yeah. So we were at Benihana's yesterday, and I said, Steve, Stephen Aoki Uh is a big, huge DJ. He's pretty big. And his sister Devin's a model. And his sister Devin's a model. They all grew up here in Orange County. Did not know that. I told Jolie, and she's like, no, they did not. And I'm like, yeah, they did. Google Stephen Aoki. She goes, oh, my God, he went to Newport Harbor. And I'm like, I told you. I think I met the dad years ago, the guy who started Benihana. Yeah. Also, you should subscribe on Patreon. Our interview with the Patriot Barbie, Lindsey Graham, is this week on the Rick and Kelly Show on Patreon.com. And next week, Conservative Ant will be our guest. And he is absolutely hilarious. It's a much longer version of this. It's uncensored. It's commercial-free, and we hope you'll join us there. How great was uh, Patriot Barbie? Her story is pretty compelling. Oh my God! I like what a what what a force. Yeah, a force to be reckoned with. Yeah. Um, happy Friday, everybody. Happy Friday. We do have Friday. one other one other bit of uh, commercial news. Our intern Bryn helped update our website, and you can now order. Rick and Kelly swag with our new logos, sweatshirts, hats, shirts, all kinds of stuff in different colors. People were asking about colors. You can get a green, a black, a red, whatever. You know, there's like five or six different colors you can choose from on a variety of project, products at rickkellyshow.com. So she came today to help us on the computer. She's great. Yeah. This girl's a college student. She's awesome. Yeah. And uh, she just seems like so wholesome and like down to earth, right? Uh-huh. And I'm like, God, I wish you like moved over here. She's like, Yeah, well, my parents are going to be moving to like Ventura. And I'm like, Oh, because they, they lived away? here first, oh, and they then did. they moved to LA, and then they want to move to. That's further like, Ventura. It's, it's kind of like where um, Baby Dish lives, Stacy and Adam, mm-hmm. Agora Hills. Isn't that where that rogue wave almost swept everyone off that? Is that on the ocean, Ventura, or no? Well, there's Ventura, there's Oxnard, there's uh-huh. Camarillo, there's uh, Ventura County yeah. is like, like uh, where where Calabasas is. Okay, it's like like that. You knew you're going kind to my north uncle of LA, right? North of LA, yeah. yeah, like going towards Santa Barbara. Yeah, that's all like Ventura. Okay, we uh, have some Channel Islands. We have some breaking Bravo news. Mm-hmm. The Daily Smash is going to. I think break this story. Very excited, but it's unconfirmed. It's unconfirmed, but we heard it from a reliable source. A single source, and as a journalist, I I understand you're supposed to have two sources on everything. It's a single source information, 
who tells us that BravoCon 2024 is canceled. It's not happening. Whether it was ever scheduled in the first place, I don't know. But according to our source, they're pushing it to 2025. There will be no BravoCon in 2024. <laughs> so we were discussing the cost of BravoCon because allegedly, reportedly, it's because they're not... They didn't make any money on it. They lost money on it. I don't know. And and listen, if they have BravoCon 2020, 2024, forgive me, I didn't say definitively it's not happening. I'm saying a source is telling us it's not happening. And that source is also saying that one of the reasons it's not happening is because of the financial aspects of it. You have 8,000 people buying tickets from between $500 and $2,000. So let's say the average is $1,000. That's $8 million in revenue from ticket sales, right? A lot. But you have 120 Bravo celebrities getting paid apparently ten grand apiece. Well, I think they do like the higher talent. Yeah. Like Gene and Emily probably get five. Oh, okay. Because um, they're low. So there's a range of, of compensation. There, I, there's a range, yes. Well... I mean, five to ten plus travel costs and hotel rooms and, and housing and all of that. So, I mean, the, the talent cost has to be in the millions of dollars. Plus the venue and security and all the costs involved in putting on a show. Crews, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. The crews, they put it on TV. You'd the- think if they get $8 million in ticket sales that they'd be fine, but apparently they're not. Well, this is what you should do, Bravo, if you're listening up. Do it back in Vegas again. Do it in the dead of summer when it's 100 degrees and the <laughs> hotel rooms are 100 bucks. They're $29. Do it at, uh, like, Treasure Island. Yeah. Yes. No, do it at... at the uh, Sahara? The, yeah, do it at the Sahara or the what? Golden Nugget. Golden Nugget. <laughs> do it in Old Vegas. Do it in Old Vegas. At Jack Binion's where you can play dollar blackjack and the rooms are probably $29. <laughs> It'll save us a lot of money. It's Bravo Liberties. So there's your breaking news. Uh, I have video of Thursday night sunset here in Newport Beach. I, I don't think I left the house all day today. I did. I left to go get a mammogram today. And <clears throat> this is why I don't like PPO. It's because like, you have to call like all different types of things. I had Kaiser for like 10 years. It's one network. Uh-huh. It was like easy. Everything was in-house. They had all my files there. Now that I have this Aetna PPO BS, I, I, I pay $2,000 a year to have a concierge doctor, which I love because I can call them right away. I don't have to go through all that. That I do like. Mm-hmm. But I have Hashimoto's, so I have to go see an endocrinologist. And I don't like the endocrinologist that I have, so I want a new one. Then they, won't, they don't get me in until March. Then my doctor does all these things. He says, I feel a lump. Go get a... You have to go to something diagnostic. So I call it diagnostics and then I call... Hey, why don't you move to Canada? They have socialized medicine. No, because that's worse. <laughs> everybody that but lives in Canada hates it. They the, hate... Everybody that lives in England, they hate socialized... So you never got the mammogram? No, they... Well, because I told them I had like a little cyst in there and, and, uh, and she goes, well, you can't come here. You have to go to something diagnostics. I'm like, but I need to get was a mammogram. Was it Quest Diagnostics? It's okay. You don't have to look at it. I don't know. Somewhat. Some diagnostics. So it's like where you have to do like an ultrasound first, yeah. I guess. I don't know. So then I go, wait, but I, have, I haven't had a mammogram since 2020. Wow. Aren't you supposed to get them every year? Yeah. But 
time goes by like that. It does. I it mean, does. it goes by like that. I don't know where that four years went. I don't either. Well, I'm sorry you had a you know a, a difficult time with your doctor. I don't, I'm, don't want to make light of it. But my point of my story was that was my only time I went outside was after I moved the, my car that you didn't finish parking so that Jolie could park. After I moved my car into the spot, I was walking back inside. And I saw this incredible sky. So I walked to the beach. We're four doors from the, from the sand here. And the sun was setting. So I got some video. Aww. So beautiful. Isn't I it? Just, I, yes. Man, it's, it is nice here. And I know that, I mean, the weather's been crappy for everybody. It's been cold and rainy here for the last few weeks. But... Today turned out to be a pretty nice day, and the sunset was gorgeous. It was beautiful. Yeah. We we promised to review American Nightmare for you guys. And if you haven't seen it by now, too late. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Can you say that five times fast? Spoiler alert. 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 <laughs> American Nightmare is a three-part documentary series on Netflix. It's fantastic. Wouldn't you agree? I agree. It's about this couple, Denise Huskins. I got to make sure she's paying attention. Denise Huskins and Aaron Quinn. They are the stars. They they participated in this documentary. Denise Huskins was kidnapped from her bedroom and held for, I think, three days. And the boyfriend, Aaron Quinn, reported the next morning he said he'd been zip-tied. I want to know how he got out of those zip-ties. They never explained that in the documentary. I know. I want to know. I want to know, too. In any event, he went to the police, reported it, and they couldn't believe the details of his story and of the alleged abduction were so outrageous that the cops are like, this guy must have done something to us. He probably murdered his girlfriend. And he's trying to... This guy comes in. They get a... They get like hit. They get drugged by Nyquil. Uh-huh. They have. He wears like wetsuit. He has like puts put goggles, goggles, blacked out goggles, goggles on the girl, and uh, puts her behind the, the throws her in behind a the, gun with a laser pointer. Yeah. And oh yeah, he said they were wearing. He, the guy was wearing frogs a frog suit. Or there were multiple people in wetsuits. Like why would they be in wetsuits? The whole thing was bizarre in the middle of the night. And meanwhile, the girlfriend's missing. There's no information where she could have gone. And, and and the guy is like. He's like got his head in the hands. And, and, you know, if you're a cop or a trained investigator, they're always looking at the boyfriend, right? Or the, the person that's in the relationship, yeah. The boyfriend, the, the husband. The closest to the person is usually. Or the girlfriend or the wife. Or the they're mom. always the prime suspect. Right. Someone who has an emotional attachment or there's been a fighting and he admitted there were fights. So they immediately assume the boyfriend's lying. He killed his girlfriend. He's trying to cover it up. And they don't, they barely investigate this alleged kidnapping. They just assume the guy did it and they're waiting for him to crack. And they even give him a lie detector test. And, and he didn't pass. And no, no, he did pass, but they lied and told him he didn't. Oh, really? He did oh, pass? Oh, yeah. He I passed. I thought he said he didn't pass. No, they told him he didn't pass to try and get him to confess to something he didn't do. They assume he, he, he was a murderer, but it was inconclusive, I think, that the lie detector test. But they claimed that. They told him he didn't pass to try and trick him into confessing. Huh. So the the documentary is takes you through the whole story of what happened, the the investigation or lack thereof, 
how she eventually shows up like three days later at her parents' house in Huntington Beach, like four and a half hours away from where she was being held. Yeah, Vallejo is right um, by San Francisco. It's like the East Bay of like Oakland. You find the Oakland airport. It's like right there. I used to go there to take Jolie there to go Six Flags to Vallejo. Wow. Well, they called it the Gone Girl case because of the similarities to the film, which had come out a year earlier. And it's quite possible that the kidnapper, because there is a kidnapper, may have known about this and may have had some elements of that worked into his whole scheme to carry out the kidnapping. But the crazy, one of the crazy things that happened, I know we watched this a couple of weeks ago. I think the craziest thing is that this guy went to Harvard. Oh, yeah. As a former Marine. A former Marine. And an attorney. And and an attorney and... He's kind of nice. Well, I don't know if he's nice. <laughs> he kind of was a nice. He well, kinda... he, he did some nice things. Like, he felt bad. Like, he almost, he broke into the homes of other women and was apparently going to sexually assault them, rape them. And then when they cried and told him sob stories, he was like, oh, I can't do this. Yeah. You really should get a dog. Then you wouldn't have people like me breaking into your house. He was giving and him tips. And then he would leave. But he also was a, a peeping calm. Mm-hmm. The guy it, was a rapist. And he was peeping in the very neighborhood where this woman got kidnapped. And the cops apparently barely investigated the peeping Tom reports and didn't even look at this guy who was living in that neighborhood. They didn't look at him as a possible suspect, even though people had followed him home from a peeping Tom incident and named him to police. So they knew there was a peeping Tom in the neighborhood. And for whatever reason, they didn't investigate him and didn't consider him a suspect in the kidnapping, because they didn't believe there was one. Yeah. So the kidnapper, when the when when the woman finally is returned, the kidnapper dropped her off at her parents' house three days later. He felt bad after he apparently allegedly raped her a couple of times. Drops her off at her parents' house. And oh he 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 tape records it. And then he tape records it again. And then he tells her the worst part is that he tells her that she wasn't the one that he really wanted. He wanted the ex-fiance. Right. So, I mean... He had been stalking them, apparently, and, and was attracted to the woman this guy had been dating prior to her. So when he broke in the house, he was going after that ex-fiance who he didn't know they broke up. And there's this other woman there. He didn't even know who she was. But he went ahead, like you said, and recorded him having sex with her twice. And so... But what I thought was fascinating was after... That she's returned and she goes home. The cops hold a press conference and basically call her a liar. They say she's not cooperating. We don't believe her story. She wasted all of our time and resources. Uh, we're going to prosecute her. We're going to go after her for a false report. Even though she'd been kidnapped and had horrible things happen to her. So when the cops didn't believe her, the kidnapper got so mad that they were pretending that no crime had been committed that he sent letters to the cops and to the San Francisco Chronicle saying, I'm the kidnapper, I took her, here are details of the kidnapping no one else would know, the cops need to stop calling this a fake crime because I kidnapped her and if they don't stop saying that, I'm going to kidnap somebody else. And you know what he does? He goes out and does that. He goes out and kidnaps somebody else or tries to. They didn't believe. They didn't believe. And eventually another... One cop, good cop, a good girl cop, Mm -hmm. Comes in and boy, she was a badass. And and she investigates this other incident and then finds evidence. They track down who was responsible. She was a good, she actually did the investigation. She did a great job, that lady. Yeah. And when they get to his cabin in the woods, they find evidence 
that ties him to these other crimes, including the the kidnapping of the this woman who this is based on, and she pieces it together, and eventually they charge him with that kidnapping as well. And the talk about having an egg on your face, the Vallejo Police Department, Vallejo, Suck. right? Was it Vallejo? Vallejo. The Vallejo Police Department. We're watching this show, and I'm like, please tell me they sued and got a huge settlement. Oh, no, Rick goes, no, you said, no, Rick goes, I bet you they got a couple million dollars out of this. You said it before they, we I even did. knew. I, no, Rick goes, I bet they got a couple million and I'm dollars. I'm like, please tell me they did. Please tell me they sued and got, got money. And sure enough, they, they filed a lawsuit, and the police department settled for $2.5 million, which, as many people have pointed out, is probably not enough. It should have been more. $2.5 million? Yeah. How they much ha- do you think they would have should have gotten? I would have doubled that at least five million. Five million. Yeah, at least. I mean, think about it. They have to pay the lawyer a third, and then I assume that's taxed. They wind up with less than a million bucks for having their entire lives destroyed by a police department that was well, too lazy to investigate. Well, they kept calling them a hoax. They kept calling them liars. Right. Right. And listen, I have ultimate respect for law enforcement. My mom hates and him. and Bobby doesn't. By the way, Bobby yeah. was like. I Can I cops. say? Yeah, she said, I hate cops. Uh-huh. I'm like, well, I don't. I appreciate them, respect them. I love what they do. I, I'm so glad they're out there doing there's the dirty work. There's always an egg in, in, you know, what is it? There's always um, a bad egg Yeah. in every... One bad apple don't sto- spoil the whole bunch, girl. Oh, Mom, can I get an apple? That sounds good, actually. In any event, uh, this department did not do its job. And... I'm I'm sorry that they didn't. I you know, they're probably sorry they didn't. Thanks, mom. Oh, look at that. You want that apple? Uh, I'm not going to eat yet because I'm, we're performing a uh, we're doing a show here, and uh, I I don't want to talk with food in my mouth. <laughs> What's that, honey? Mm. <laughs> mm. Um, we uh, mm. we got a lot of. We got a lot of comments on yesterday's show. Nothing like an apple. Including Miss Wellness, who said, So gross when Rick insinuates sex with Kelly. We know you're married. You're doing it. (laughs) My mom's right here. Well, she watched the show. Were you you offended by that? Yes or no? No. I don't get offended very often. She said no. You don't sl- get offended very often? It was a small joke. I'm sorry if I offended you, Miss Wellness. Based on your name, you're very concerned with wellness. <laughs> Have an apple. Alexandra Preston. Kelly, in case you care, what really bothered me wasn't a silly hat, your political views, etc. It was the God's way of thinning the herd comment. My young friends died from COVID. I wrote her back. Did you? I did. I had a friend that died of COVID, too. We did. And, Robin. And- but she was also... Obese. She had pre-existing conditions. She had things that were wrong, like, and it took her out, and it was sad, and the, nobody could come visit her. Yeah, and that was the worst part. We couldn't, no, well, not the worst part, but we couldn't visit her in the hospital when she was dying. I mean, it was they horrible. Let us. It was horrible. And then we had a friend that died, George Argeros. We they didn't we couldn't go to his funeral. Like there could only be a certain amount. It was like awful. People couldn't have funerals anyway. I'm sorry I said that comment. It was meant to, to was, I was going to make this person mad on my Instagram. I didn't say it outright. I was, I wrote it to this person on yeah. Instagram. Um, 
but it was more about it was more about Darwin and how like all these people were taken out, and it was it was kind of taken out of context. A it little was, bit. it was. But if you look at the course of history, every hundred years or so, there's a major pandemic or plague. Well, what about or the virus flu, by the way? It takes out huge portions of the population. It happens regularly throughout history. And the flu takes out a lot of people, a lot of elderly, like... But, and, and that was the other key point that I wrote. The, the pre-existing comorbidities, vast, vast, like more than 95% of the deaths that were attributed to COVID were people who were already dying from multiple ailments. Yes, Multiple. Those are the weak pre-existing comorbidities. Those are the that's those are the illnesses that are going to take Darwin the people re- out. Reference. That's the Darwin reference. I'm sorry, it was it was. I mean, I didn't kill the the person for Pete's sakes. Jo- God. <laughs> Joey Jones said, "When people overuse words, they cheapen their meaning. Words such as racist, transphobe, grifter, gaslight." narcissist, etc. I think this is one of the negative aspects of social media. As someone who is living with a narcissistic abuser that gaslit me for 10 years and grifted my life savings out of me, I can tell you from experience how offensive it is. No, you two are not grifters. And if Ellen is so offended, perhaps she should spend less time watching you and more time reading a dictionary. Okay, I want you to put this in our thing. Read this. Now we're talking about social media. It's Mike Tyson. Social media made you all way too comfortable with disrespecting people and not getting punched in the face for it. (laughs) Mike Tyson. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) Send me that. All right. I don't want to do too many negative comments. Um, I don't think it's negative. But CeeLo's fat. CeeLo's fat. Who's fat? Are you kidding me? Sorry. Hi. And, And we're back. And we're back. <laughs> Kelly went to uh, accept a photo on my phone and stopped the recording. Oh, my head it's itches. Okay. Um, can I read this one more comment from CeeLo's Fat? About the, remember we announced we did a public service announcement or a service public announcement? Yeah, service public announcement. Oh, so we did a service public announcement yesterday about a recall of some items being sold at Sam's Club and Costco, some charcuterie meats. And one of our smashers, CeeLo's Fat said, Are you kidding me? I literally ate my Costco charcuterie last night. I was making charcuterie after work with that Costco crap for the past two weeks. I also live in Illinois. Hey, <laughs> CeeLo's Fat, how you feeling today? Yeah, do the are, runs. Are you okay? <laughs> I hope you're okay. Oh, no, it is dangerous. Yeah. Uh, what do they say? Processed meats are dangerous. Like when you're pregnant, you're not allowed to eat that because it has that like listeria in it. You're not supposed to like. Cnel forty five twenty four. So enjoy watching each morning. Y'all are the perfect couple. Rick, I'm sure you know Dr. Phil is starting a new news network. You would be perfect lead anchor. Thank you. Yeah, very Rick. Much. So I looked it up today. You did? I did. Oh wow! I did my due diligence. I was like, oh, I did not know that Dr. Phil was launching a so new So we learned so network. much from you smashers out we there. We appreciate these, uh, these factoids that you guys share with us all the time. Oh, I learned so much from you guys. So you're not going to believe this. What? But the person who Dr. Phil hired to run his new news network is Joel Cheatwood, who I worked for in Miami. Cheatwood? That's his last name? 35 years ago. Cheatwood is his name. Cheatwood. Joel Cheatwood. 
Okay. He was a legend in local news. Really? He transformed WSVN TV in Miami into a local news powerhouse. They went from doing like the typical two, two, two and a half hours of local news every day to doing eight or nine hours of news every day. From one day to the next, all of a sudden they're doing nine hours of news. Where are they located? Flashy, you know, graphics, like graphics packages through the roof, like just like. What is it? WSBN. Yes. Coming near you at this time. How do you do it? Like, do, how do they do the intros? Uh, uh, On next time on the South Florida's news station, WSVN 7. Something like that. (laughs) Now, it's time for your late local news with Rick Leventhal and Kelly Dodd. Could you imagine? I get so in trouble. I would be canceled. I mean, oh no way. God, you would. I can if barely. Was, I can barely handle. They can. These people can barely handle me as it is. If they were brave enough to hire you, <laughs> the ratings would go through the roof. <laughs> I would be canceled. That's so funny. Honestly, I think that that would be. That's what we should do. And I think we should do it in Palm Desert. I think we should just take over one of the TV stations and just make it our own. Do you think the audience there would would watch us? No, because it's like it's God's waiting room in Palm Desert. Well, anyway, Joel Cheatwood. Is I guess those are the people that watch the news, right? Primarily, probably, yeah. I mean, and these kids are not. They're watching it on the TikTok. Right, on the TikTok and the Instagram. And on the Instagram. So Joel Cheat was running this news network, and I know the guy pretty well. I actually talked to him a few years ago. I don't remember why, but... I could reach out and say, hey, man. But they were launching next month, I think. So I'm sure they've already hired their news anchor. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. But you can call them. Yeah. But you already have something in the works. Well, I'm, I'm working for Newsmax currently. If you haven't been watching, I'm on every Thursday but with they Rob hi- Schmidt. They want to have, hire him full-time. And I don't know if I want you doing it full-time. Because well, it's a very exciting opportunity. It is. But so we're in, we're I, also, I also like our flexibility and our travels. And we love doing this. And we're not going to stop doing this no matter what. Can't stop, won't stop. Will not stop. So that's happening. Uh, let's see if any of these others. I don't want to read that one. Uh, believe the science. I'm not going to read that one. I should have read that one on Patreon. Lipstick Republican wrote, I love conservative aunt, who we interviewed this week. Can't wait to hear that interview on Patreon. That's next week with conservative aunt on our Rick and Kelly show on Patreon. Thank you all for grifting me into signing up as a VIP member of the Rick and Kelly (laughs) Patreon channel. Seriously, you make all make my day. Lipstick Republican. Oh, that must be that must be Lipstick Barbie. That's probably her. Is that her? I was going to sign her up. I was going to pay for her membership, but I guess she must have become a... I wonder. Oh, I have. I, how come she wasn't in our list of new patrons? Who knows? I must have missed that. Well, anyway, welcome, Patriot Barber. Barb. Barber. But Barber. I haven't had a drink today. Sorry. No, we have don't, not. Don't accuse me of being drunk, because I'm not. You're slurring your words. Uh, Lindsey Graham is the Patriot Barbie. She is our interview this week on the Rick and Kelly Show, episode 127. And if you come to the Patreon and sign up and get that hour and a half or an hour and ten minutes, whatever it is, every week commercial free you have access to all 127 of our episodes and one is better than the last right yeah just keeps getting better with age like me and kelly (laughs) 
on that note. No, the, things are just going down for me. Nothing's going up. In the news now. In the news. Kyle Richards was on Jeff Lewis's Sirius XM show the day after we were. What? You know, I sent to Megan. I'm like, you guys interviewed Kyle Richards. I listened to it. Why didn't you ask her if she is having a relationship with Morgan? Oh, they never asked her? They that? never asked. Well, I wonder if she said, don't ask me about that, and they agreed. They, they, she might have made it a prerequisite to come on. Yeah, probably. Don't ask me about Morgan. Well, that's what Did, we did all Megan write know. you back? She said she was doing cooking kibbits with Doug. <laughs> Which means she's busy. Well, during that interview with, with uh, Jeff, Kyle said she can't imagine life without Mauricio, calling it painful and scary. I've been married almost my entire adult life, she said. She's 55. Looks good. I don't even know what life is without what life is without being with Mauricio. It's hard, it's painful, it's scary. She adds the situation is really tough for her because she feels like her entire identity is being a wife and mom. I have four daughters and they are my best friends, but he's also my friend, and I do love him very much, and that's what's also hard. They are in therapy as they continue to deal with their their separation. They're still living together but staying in different bedrooms. Kyle you know, and Mauricio. It's like this time of relationships at this age. Mm-hmm. Like, and I remember my mom and dad were married for 30 years and they got divorced. You see a lot of people at this age, at 55. Yeah. Their kids grow old. They realize they've gone separate ways in their, their marriages. Mm-hmm. Drifted apart. Drifted apart. And it, it just, it's sad, right? Because then you hit 70 and 80 and you don't have your grandkids together. You don't have your family together. And then they, you grow closer, it seems like, when you hit in your 70s. And then you have your golden age together. It's, it's, like us. Yeah, like us. So we skipped all that separation and, and awfulness part. No, it's just, I just, I just really hope that they can make this work. You know, they have a solid family. They're going to have grandkids soon. Um, you know, it's just sad because a lot of this is being in the public eye. Mm-hmm. Uh, it can be very difficult. It's very difficult. It's just, I, I really hope that they get back together and they keep their family intact. I always liked them as a couple on yeah. the show. Speaking of the show, uh, if you're interested in our Beverly Hills recap, it will be on this channel Saturday, very early in the morning. It'll be posted. So you can enjoy a sixth day of Rick and Kelly, <laughs> if you can handle it, <laughs> our Beverly Hills recap. Oh, we haven't done that yet. No, but they're going to see it on Saturday morning. I want to watch it again. Okay, we yeah. will. We hope you enjoyed our smash. We hope you have a smash-tastic day and a smash-tastic weekend. Have a smash-tastic weekend from Erica Jane. <laughs> See you on Saturday. Ugh.